0: If you like America First, then check out our separate podcast, The Battle for 1600, with my former White House colleague, Boris Epstein. Every week, we give you the inside, in-depth analysis of what's really going on. The Battle for 1600. Subscribe today.
1: Democrat in the White House, a split Senate, Nancy Pelosi holding the House hostage. What do we do now? The only thing we can, fight. This is Rebuilding the Right, presented by the Salem Radio Network, hosted by Dr. Sebastian Gorka.
0: Somebody pointed at me. Thank you, Chad. Does that mean we're live? I think we are. I love this. Every Wednesday, I get to enjoy my fellow Salem faculty members for a whole hour as we attempt to give some guidestone, some indication of what the right needs to do next. And today, we have none other than the Sage of South Central coming to us live from his Taj Mahal in Los Angeles and... (laughs) Jennifer Horn, the host of The Morning Answer and The Jen and Don Show, our West Coast warrior princess. Gentlemen, lady, welcome to Rebuilding so the much. Right. Thank,
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. For
0: having us. Okay, um, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to open the show. It's not specifically about the right, it's about our culture. But for me, it's the biggest story of the week, outside of the border. And, and I'm just going to play the audio, and I want you to react to it. So this is audio cut 14. You're going to recognize it within seconds. Shad, play cut. What's
3: going on?
4: What's going on? Oh, this work, is uh, car. This is my car. Oh, no, this is my car. No. 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 This is my car. this! No. 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 No.
1: She's, oh. she's stealing her
4: car. We're stealing the
0: car. Yeah, we called the car. Call the car. That was the sound of the video of an incredible scene where a recent immigrant to the United States from Pakistan, a very, very elegant man called Mohammed Anwar, was carjacked in broad daylight in D.C. just outside the stadium by two teenage black girls, tasered, thrown from the vehicle, and died. Um, Not making any news in the mainstream media as the trial of Derek Chauvin is banner news everywhere. Larry, your reaction to relative interest in these stories?
5: Well, this was the uh, second such carjacking within a matter of a few days, both of which were uh, black teenagers, one female, a set of female teenagers, one a set of male uh, teenagers. Of course, no one dare, dare, dare raise the question of where are their parents, but I digress. Um, The reason this um, increase in Asian hate crimes uh, has been underreported is because the dirty little secret is that the vast majority of them uh, in New York City uh, and in San Francisco have been committed by people of color. The only reason they got some degree of energy is because of what happened in Atlanta when you had this white man uh, killing six Asian Americans, never mind the two white Americans he killed or the Hispanic or the fact that he himself said he didn't do it because of anti-Asian animus, he did it because he had a sex addi- addiction, uh, never mind that. Uh, they immediately call that an, an anti-Asian hate crime, and you had Mina Harris, the niece of Kamala Harris, putting out a tweet uh, before uh, she realized that the Boulder killer was a uh, was a Muslim. Uh, this is the second time this has happened. Violent white men are the biggest terror threat to America. Close quote. She deleted the tweet a- after she found out that she was wrong because this pushes this bogus, fake, dangerous. Uh, murderous narrative that the real threat to America are violent white men when, in fact, if you want to play that game, the most violent demographic segment of America are young black men. Fifty percent of the homicides in this country are black victims, uh, almost all of them killed by other uh, blacks. Uh, Most of them are young blacks. Again, almost all of them killed by other young blacks. I think I've mentioned to you one time before, and then I'll shut up, uh, Dr. Gorka. Um, The number one cause of preventable death for young white men is, uh, is accidents, like car accidents, swimming pool accidents, drownings. The number one cause of preventable uh, death for young black men is homicide. And, again, almost always at the hands of other young black men. Now, no one's talking about this because that requires you to then figure out why. Unless you're, unless you're prepared to say something racist, like blacks are genetically pre- predisposed to committing crime, you're going to have to ask yourself why the hell this is happening, and that gets you back to the family and welfare state and a very unpleasant conversation that the left does not want to have.
0: Uh, Jen, not only are you one of the hardest working uh, radio hosts in America, you've actually studied, you've graduated journalism studies. taught us about the, the legacy media response to these stories.
2: Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, the, the the name of this hour on America First is rebuilding the right. But I think there are a couple of things that we have to consider above just our own party, and that is rebuilding the spirit of our country. And We are not a country if we cannot identify what is right and what is wrong anymore, regardless of the political narrative. I don't care whose political party comes out on top of crimes like this. We have to be honest enough to call out the excessive force of Derek Chauvin. Now, whether or not that caused the death of George Floyd, that's very much up for discussion. And I think uh, probably the evidence will prove that maybe the knee on his neck did not cause the death of George Floyd. But it looked excessive. The optics matter there. This looks awful, and we need to call it out. We don't need to worry about whether or not it fits a political narrative. So there's a couple of things here that I think we can take from this. Number one, We have to start being honest enough, putting our political preferences second or third, and start calling out right and wrong. Without it, we have no culture. We have no country. That's number one. Number two, when it comes to the mainstream news media, and Larry said, I know that you have people that come up to you all the time that are frustrated, good American patriots who are frustrated, and they say, there's nothing we can do. It is hopeless to be a conservative. It's hopeless right now to be on this side of the country, because the mainstream news media is uh, is, uh, clearly politically motivated. You have uh, Democrats running the presidency. They're in the Senate. They're in Congress. Hollywood is taken over by leftists. How do we fight back? We have to start holding the media accountable. The fact that the media called this an accident, CNN said that this was an accidental death. This was a murder. And we, uh, the mayor, Muriel Bowser, they, they need to be consistent and they need to be held accountable. And the media cannot be allowed to slide on this. They need to call out right and wrong. So here's what people can do when they feel frustrated. We need to start a campaign. You can do it today. You need to start writing letters to your editors. Start writing to the opinion column of every single newspaper around you and start holding these people accountable. It is our only tool to push back against a media that has become so politically dominated that they won't even cover the news or what's right and wrong anymore, they'll only talk about things that fit their narrative.
0: Uh, Do that, but also, um, I mentioned on the show already, they have a GoFundMe page for his family. It's uh, look up help the Anwar's find peace, already raised a million dollars since that man died. Uh, Let's let's make a difference. Larry, I, I tweeted something out very early on that got a lot of resonance. Maybe it's a pipe dream. But my question was... How damaged, how much trouble is it going to cause for the left and their narrative when when mainstream America realizes that the violence against Asians isn't being perpetrated by whites? Is that going to be a wake-up moment, or, or am I being delusional?
5: Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I was reading an article, and in, in I believe it was uh, 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 Voice of America, where uh, what I just now said about the greater percentage of hate crimes being committed against Asians is done by black people. Some uh, executive director, head of some organization that oversees hate crimes says, I was surprised, I was shocked by this. This guy is an expert, Dr. G, and here he is shocked at the fact that something I've been talking about for a very long time uh, he just now found out about. So it'll be a, a very interesting thing to see. I, my, my suspicion is uh, all of a sudden this won't be quite as newsworthy anymore because that will require Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo uh, to say something very disturbing about black people that they don't want to say because they operate as a public relations bureau of black people uh, and they believe that uh, black people are children to whom the truth cannot be told. Uh, That's their model. That's their business model. They're not going to change. So what they'll do is minimize it and that's again that's why they jumped all over the uh, uh shooting that took place in atlanta because it fit their script the bolder you know, one did isn't... not and all of a sudden uh a, a guy who <laughs> who who posts on facebook i may not be a perfect muslim but islam is perfect who told his friends and families that he was felt discriminated against because he was a muslim all of a sudden we need to wait and find out whether or not uh what his really what his real motive was because we don't want to jump to any kind of conclusions Jennifer. you know, you know <laughs> it's, it's this isn't new
2: larry and i have been in los angeles i've been in la my whole life i'm a native larry we have adopted you as our native son here in los angeles because you've been here a long time this is not new i mean i remember the story during the riots the rodney king riots back in the 90s there was so much black on asian and asian on black for that matter of violence this has been these have been two groups that have consistently gone after each other and for people who are just kind of waking up to this idea right now I don't know where they've been for the past 30, 40 years. They've
0: been asleep, and they definitely have not been listening to Jennifer Horn or Larry Elder. By the way, he mentioned parents, that question. Don't ask that question. Where are the parents? On that note, read an incredible book, A Lot Like Me. By Larry Elder. Follow them at Larry Elder and at Jennifer Horn on Twitter, on Instagram. We will be back. We've got the whole hour to rebuild the ride. We'll be done in 50 minutes. Stay on this channel. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is the Salem Radio Network.
1: They might have the White House, but we have the radio waves. This is Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network.
0: She's the host of the Morning Answer, the Jen and Don show on AM 590, AM 870, The Answer. Also, CRNtalk.com. Follow her at Jennifer Horn on Twitter. He is the sage of South Central. Follow him at Larry Elder. And check out his Instagram page. He's got a very, very solid game. Uh, I want to move on to a next cop- the topic, but Larry, you said you wanted to add something to our discussion of uh, race and crime and so forth.
5: Just wanted to talk about the uh, – give you an, uh, just a, probably the classic, most classic example I can think of, of the degree to which the media will minimize – uh, black crime, in order to to make sure, I guess they don't uh, anger any black people. I'm here in L.A. 2006 Halloween night. Three white girls go to one of these haunted house parties. They are beaten by a mob of between 30 and 40 blacks, including teens and adults. They're beaten severely. They suffer uh, facial fractures, concussions. One is beaten with a skateboard. Um, uh, eye socket cracked. But for the efforts of a a good Samaritan black man driving by in his car, gets out, wades into the crowd, breaks it up, those girls might have been killed. Now, the Los Angeles Times, which is the most important newspaper in California, let alone Los Angeles, has its primary headquarters 20 minutes from where this incident took place. I am not kidding you. They did not write a word. Not an article, not a column, not a paragraph, not a word for one Full week. The local newspaper, the Long, uh, the uh, the uh, Long Beach Press Telegram, of course covered it, and the local new me- media covered it. L.A. Times doesn't write anything for an entire week. And by the way, when the girls were being beaten, they were being hurled with epithets, "You effing white." You know what? When they were charged, they were not charged with hate crimes, at least not initially. And when they were charged, the NAACP, local NAACP had said, well, you really can't tell just because of this kind of language. And one person even said calling a person a white bee is a common expression. It doesn't necessarily mean racial animus. I kid you not. NPR, Dr. G and Jennifer, did not do a thing on this for an entire month. Nothing. And the only reason they did it, the angle was, can a black person really, by definition, be charged with a hate crime because of all the racism and prejudice against black people and the the lack of power? Can you really even call somebody uh, who's black a a hate criminal? That was the angle of the story, not how hellacious this is, how often this happens. It was, can you really even call somebody black capable of committing a hate crime? 2006, Halloween night, I wrote an article about it. Nobody cared. Tree fell in the forest. Didn't make a sound.
0: Well, let's stay on yeah. this issue. It's, it's not just the local newspapers and it's not just violence. It's <laughs> to do with the, the deadliest export China has ever sent us. This yeah. is CNN's Don Lemon talking about the vaccine and managing to racialize that as well. Video cut nine.
1: I want to appeal to the Trump supporting males out there. Go get a shot if you want to be a good patriot. And I want to appeal to especially to black people, people of color. Go get the shot. This is about science. And there were many people of color who worked on this. Right. And so this isn't something that is going to harm you in any way. Um, And it's not something that the government is out to get you. It's get the shot.
0: So, Jennifer, since when do we recommend medicine based upon the skin color of who worked on the vaccine?
2: And worse yet, when is Don Lemon your doctor? I mean, (laughs) if. Excuse me, but there are people who are more qualified than that. Um, This is just how we have – what's become of CNN, what's become of the mainstream media. Everything is about race when it fits the narrative. So vaccines, everything that they can think about has become racially motivated as far as – As this vaccine goes, Uh, anybody else think it's a little rich that Chris Cuomo is sitting there nodding his head along when he was part of the VIP squad around Uh Governor Andrew Cuomo? And he received everything he needed to forget about the poor schlubs who needed testing or the people who were dying in nursing homes. At least Chris Cuomo standing there nodding his head approvingly with Don Lemon talking about you need to go get a vaccine because people of color worked on it. Uh, He was at the front of the line for all of it. So, of course, he's nodding along.
5: You know, a a couple of things I I find rich uh, regarding urging Trump supporters to take the vaccine. These are the same people who uh, just just crapped all over Operation Warp Speed. Said it it wouldn't work. Uh, Kamala Harris said that she would not follow donald trump 's advice. Joe Biden said he would not follow donald trump 's advice, but I guess everybody else is supposed to follow his advice, even though that they wouldn 't and regarding black people being reluctant to take the vaccine, these are the same people Spike Lee, who he has on his show, often Don Lemon and kisses his you know what, who speculated that the government blew up levees during Hurricane uh, Katrina uh, to kill black people. Uh, Will Smith has publicly said he believes that AIDS was invented in a laboratory to get black people uh, the uh, The comedian activist Dick Gregory said the same thing. Bill Cosby said the same thing. Nobody said a word. And when uh, uh, Diane Sawyer interviewed Will Smith and he reiterated his claim about uh, age, she went, Oh, Will, uh, uh. That was her level of anguish. So now you're shocked that black people are reluctant to take the vaccine but, when you told them not to trust the government, when you told them the police are out to get you, when you told them that you can't trust people, when there's systemic racism everywhere. You're the ones who told them that. So, and you're shocked black people are, are reluctant to take the vaccine? Look in the mirror, Don Lamont.
0: By the way, I, I, li- I literally yesterday wrote a piece about the uh, the anniversary of COVID, And I mentioned exactly that story about AIDS being created in a lab to kill black people and sourced it to where it came from. This is now declassified. That was a Soviet propaganda operation. The fact that leading figures of the black community are peddling it now tells you just how effective uh, that tool was. Uh, uh, We've got a couple of minutes left. uh, Each of you to start with Jen uh, in this segment, Uh, the, the vaccination passports. I've had COVID. I'm not taking the vaccine. Your response to this idea that's being floated out of the White House.
2: Well, I think it's very un-American. I I mean, it feels like you've got the the mark of the beast on you. I've had COVID too. I don't know if I'm going to get a vaccine or not right now. I am not. I'm letting people who have not had the virus get in line for the vaccine. I don't know if I need it. I don't know if you need it, Seb. I'm going to let the people who do get in front of me because there are a lot of people who want it, who can't get it. That being said, I don't, I believe as a conservative that businesses or industries that want to require a vaccine of people to use their products or services or to get on their airplane – Whether I like it or not, I believe that that's their right as a company or corporation to make that decision. I do not believe that it is the government's right, however, to help them along with this. Let the private businesses decide what they need to do to be as profitable as possible. And the government should stay out. And I think it's really rich that the government, led by Democrats right now, is for a vaccine passport when they will, they bristle at the idea of voter ID, when we ask for someone to show ID to to secure their vote.
0: Larry, vaccine passport, 30 seconds. I think, I
5: think everything Jennifer said was, was beautifully put. This is the Texas model. Uh, the governor of Texas did not say that uh, businesses could not mandate masks within their own businesses. He said, we're no longer going to prosecute you for that. So we're staying out of this. So if American Airlines wants to require people to have a vaccine in order to get on a flight, that's up to them. And if we choose not to uh, patronize American Airlines because we feel it's too intrusive, we're going to have other options.
0: Indeed. I just remember... There was a nation that required internal passports for traveling, and it was called the Soviet Union. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is Rebuilding the Right with Larry Elder and Jennifer Horn. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, stay on this channel. Do you ever feel the urge to push back against the leftist mainstream media narrative of cops being your enemy? If you know and love an officer, or just in general support our American law enforcement as an institution, you've probably had that sentiment bubble up inside of you. I want to share with you a very special and very stylish new way to show that you have the back of the police. Eggard Watch's CEO, Ilan, is an unapologetic supporter of police and is taking a very strong stance amidst this defund police movement to speak out against negative rhetoric. He designed a commemorative police watch that is beautiful. I noticed special details like the engraving and the quote on the back. Ilan shared with me that in consulting with officers on the watch design, they asked him for an image of St. Michael on the piece. Egard Watches gives away 15% of all sales from this model to police charities. They back up their talk with action. If you haven't seen their Speak Truth short film on this topic, it's a must watch. And you can currently find it on the Eggard website, despite YouTube trying to restrict your ability to view it. Remember to apply this podcast's unique promo code, G-O-R-K-A, to your police watch order so you can save over $30 at checkout. Visit E-G-A-R-D watches.com to make your order. It's time we support companies that stand up for what we believe in and EGARD is a company I am proud to recommend.
1: Despair is un-American. It's time to rebuild the right. Here is your host, Dr. Sebastian Gorka.
0: Do we get serious or do we have some fun? Uh, we've got to talk about some serious stuff. First, uh, Mike Lindell, a great patron of Salem Media. They've tried to cancel him on social media. They're boycotting his company. 24 corporations are trying to crush My Pillow. Please support him today. Go to MyPillow.com. Use my promo code for up to 66% off. All of his incredible products, more than a hundred products. Send the fascistic cancel culture left a message. Go right there. Call 800 829 8468. That's 800 829 8468. MyPillow.com. Promo code G O R K A for those massive, massive uh, d- d- deductions. And we will have Mike. On the show later today, breaking potentially some big news about social media platforms. Big question. Do you have your MyPillow slippers? Larry.
5: I've heard about it. I I do have my MyPillow. In fact, I'm wearing a pair right now. Of course he is. And <laughs> it's You know. Genre. You know that TMI, I, am a my, I am a
2: my pillow fanatic. Like, I have the sheets. I have the body pillow because of you. I have the pillows. I have the towels. I have the weighted blanket. And, Seb, you were nice enough to send me the slippers. They came yesterday. Oh, my god! It I took w- that long? Yeah, but I wanted to open up the box and put them on social media with the thank you. So, I'm, like, tonight, that is going to be my thing that I'm going to go home and do. I'm going to oh, do the unwrapping, and I'm going to put those puppies on. One warning,
0: guys. Them. If you haven't ordered them, one. The warning you have yeah. to go a size up, okay? If you're not okay. getting the slip ons and the mo- moccasins are so cool, don't tell anybody, guys. I wore them out of the house again yesterday. They're so cool. The They're so one? Gucci. I, I wore them out of the house. Um, I'm let, let's talk about. I'm social. waiting
5: for. I'm waiting for the my pillow chainsaw. The just, <laughs> That's coming. That's good. Just I love that. He'll he's do it. He'll the do it. Line All right. Let, let's, let's. Just about five minutes. Oh away my from gosh!
0: There. Will you yeah. let me run this show? Honestly. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. So, Lara <laughs> Trump interviewed her father-in-law, uh, and it was, of course. Deleted. Instagram just went in there. Um, I've posted, I'm fascinated by this result. I'm going to share it with you guys. I posted a survey on Twitter. It's still live for another 19 hours, but the early results are crazy. I asked people, given what they're doing to the president and leading conservatives, should we leave Twitter and Facebook and Instagram now? Yes. No, we need to be there to fight the good fight. Or stay and wait until president trump's app is available the results surprise me 33% said leave now 17 said no and 50% said we're going to wait here until we get the new platform isn't that surprising jen
2: Yeah, I'm kind of a mix between B and C. Look, I am excited for President Trump's free speech, social media platform. But guys, we cannot go into an echo chamber. If we want to rebuild the right, if we want to rebuild this country, we've got to talk to people that don't agree with us. And the only way to do that is to stick it out on Twitter, to troll a little bit, to get it. You know what? So what? If they take down your video of President Trump, keep putting it out there. That is our job.
0: Uncle Instagram, you're not going anywhere, are you?
5: No, no, I'm, not, I'm not. not going anywhere, but but we do need alternatives. I okay. mean, when, when, when the New York Post story on Hunter Biden can get shut down completely, a story that would have altered the outcome of the election, we've got to have an alternative.
0: All right, let's actually play that. We've got a minute left. Let's play a clip from the, the footage uh, trying to crush. It's exactly your mind reader, Larry. Video cut 10. Play cut.
4: Well, I think the censoring really... Uh when they didn't show Hunter Biden all of the things that were happening with Hunter, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to get somebody in trouble. He had some difficulties. Yeah. OK. But when they didn't show any of that during the campaign, they just cut it out like canceled. I guess you'd call it yeah. cancel culture. Right. But when they didn't show that to me, that was really the beginning because it was bad. It's always it's been fake for a long time. It used to be fake where they'd come up and I'd come up and you'd fight, or somebody else, but you'd fight, and the public can believe one way or the other. They might believe me, they might believe the other side, or they might believe an anchor or whoever's into it. But they didn't bring Hunter up. It was just really canceled. And later on, polls came out that showed it would have made a 10-point difference, a 10-point difference. That's a lot of difference. Mm To me, that's where it actually began, this new phase. The new phase is you have something and they won't put it out. And that's whether it's scandalous or whether it's anything, whether it's just good news, they won't put it out.
0: We are uncancelling it right now, Uh, my social media manager. I do my tweets, thank you. But he posts the video, we've got the whole Donald Trump interview up on Rumble. Go right now, subscribe, watch it. It is the First Amendment alternative. Larry's right. We've got to be every, everywhere. Rumble.com slash Gorka posted just moments ago the full video they're trying to delete. Go to Rumble.com slash S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. Back with our champions for the truth, Larry Elder and Jennifer Horn, in a moment. But first, I need to ask you an important question. Have you taken your balance of nature today? Health in your hand, those six little capsules, three red for fruit, three green for vegetables, that give you all the nutrients that your mum wanted you to eat when you were told to eat your vegetables. It's so much easier than all those Brussels sprouts and that evil thing called kale. Do it today, and Dr. Howard is going to give you 35% off and free shipping on your first preferred order when you call 800 246 Five se- five one and use my name. That's eight hundred two four six eight seven five one. Or just go to balanceofnature.com, but you've got to use the promo code for that massive discount. It's G-O-R-K-A. And one of the coolest things, if you buy Balance of Nature using my promo code, you get free access at the end of a phone line to a health coach. How cool is that? do it now be the healthiest you you can be 800-246-8751 balanceofnature.com promo code GORKA
1: our country is fractured but we refuse to give up this is Rebuilding the Right on the Sena Radio Network.
0: I just did something very weird. Somebody sent me the thumbs up emoji, and I thumbed up the thumbs up emoji. Is that challenging the space-time continuum? Will there be a chronic hysteresis? If you don't know what that is, look it up. Yes, I'm a sci-fi geek. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is Rebuilding the Right with my two buddy, champions of the truth, warriors for freedom, Larry Elder, the sage of South Central, and Jennifer Horn. Follow them right now on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever you can find them. Let's talk about probably... The biggest issue for the Biden administration. It's the non-crisis. Just don't call it a crisis. We're going to get latest input from that mental giant AOC. But seriously, before we do that, we've got hours left. Hours left in our Food for the Poor campaign. We can't go to the border with an AR-15 and stand there and secure it when Biden has it wide open and CBP stood down, but we can help feed those in trouble. More than a million mouths every single day, thanks to Food for the Poor. Make a difference. If we can feed those child children in situ, their parents won't hand them over to the coyotes. Be a modern missionary. Save a life today. Make a donation at sebgorka.com. right at the top at the Food for the Poor banner. You can call them 855 five three three zero hope that's eight five five three three zero four six seven three or just go to Sebgorka.com, s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a.com and hit the food for the poor banner at the top one number one ridiculously low number what can you get for 37 dollars you can potentially save a life a one-time donation will feed one of these girls and boys for six months they have the food they just need to get it to them 37 dollars save a life do it now god bless you all of you who've donated and everybody who's going to do it in the next few hours okay let's do it aoc she's got it she's she's got this secret decoder ring from her cereal packet she understands what's really going on video cut five play cuts
3: they want to say what about the surge well first of all just gut check stop anyone who's using the term surge around you consciously is trying to invoke a militaristic frame. And that's a problem because these this is not a surge, these are children and they are not insurgents and we are not being invaded, which by the way is a white supremacist idea, philosophy, the idea that if an other is coming in the population, that this is like
1: an invasion of who we are. What's she
0: doing with her phone? Why is she doing this thing with her camera? I mean, and and as a former professor of irregular warfare and counterinsurgency, lady surge insurgents, not the same. When you have a power surge, it's not because there are Mao- Maoist guerrillas running down your <laughs> electricity cable. Um, is this well, an SNL skit? How do we react, well, doc- Larry?
5: Doctor G, you know, is this? I've never had a garbage disposal before. <laughs> is this some girls sort of white supremacist that device <laughs> but that's but been the, installed the, in the my apartment uh, the vegetables, uh, they're growing in order the to perpetuate the racist, uh, systemic, structural <laughs> system that's endemic <laughs> in, in America? I, I, I've never seen it before. Where does the garbage go? Does it go to pollute the atmosphere? <laughs> Am I violating my principles of climate change, which, of course, is a racist construct?
0: I'm sorry, I just snorted. I just snorted on live radio for front millions. It. The
5: woman has a degree in economics. Yes, uh, from, Boston, from Boston University. From Boston. Everybody right. who graduated from Boston University just crawled under a table. All right,
0: white supremacy <laughs> is this clip, Jennifer Horn. When you uh, say I'm- surge at the border, it's a dog whistle.
2: Right. Yeah. Everything is a dog whistle. And I thank you, Larry, for making me laugh because this has got me so... The fact that she has gut check. Gut check, everybody. Okay. <laughs> here's a little gut check for you, AOC. Two years ago, when President Trump was being tested by migrants who were, yes, you said it, surging at the border, you were complaining. You were crying your crocodile tears that migrant kids were drinking toilet water. And I remember that. I think we all do. That was just two years ago. Now you're saying, oh, it's not that big big of a deal these are just children these are children who they have wrapped up in tinfoil they look like a tray of baked potatoes and i mean this it all I, I mean it's it is it's so it's appalling inhumane. it's tragic it's appalling they are laying next to each other there is no social distancing they are not in cages anymore now they're in like plastic enclosures like it's the zoo it's or like a tv
0: dinner in cellophane it's got it saran is- wrap on the tv dinner
2: it is insulting, and it is insulting for someone like AOC, who says that she is a feminist. Look, you guys know, I believe that men have strengths. I believe have w- women have strengths. I believe in genders, and I believe what? that women can. Yeah, I know. And I isn't believe it, that isn't women. Isn't it can
0: recognized be. Transgender Day? How I, dare well, you!
2: I, I like to buck the system. I'm a rapper. <laughs> in any case. I believe, I, I like it when uh, strong women are empowered in an office. AOC has an opportunity to be a feminist. What she should be talking about right now is the San Diego Convention Center is filled with girls right now. We should not be worried about them or whether or not it's in person. Yes, that is hypocritical. We should be concerned with the fact that probably 90% of those girls have been abused sexually in yeah. their process getting into this country. And where is one Hollywood celebrity, where is one AOC or one Kamala Harris standing up for those hundreds? hundreds and thousands of girls that are being sex trafficked across this border right now and victimized because the Biden administration is incentivizing this process. Yeah, They're but, encouraging it.
0: But it's not a surge and they're not insurgents. Ugh. We have the from AOC video cut six play cuts.
3: Often people want to say, why aren't you talking about the border crisis or why aren't you talking about it in this way? Well, we're talking about it. They just don't like how we're talking about it because it's not a border crisis. It's an imperialism crisis. It's a climate crisis. It's a trade crisis. And also, it's a carceral crisis because, as I have already said, even during this term and this president, our immigration system is based and designed on our carceral system. Are
0: some- uh, I'm just.
5: Did she say casserole? Carceral. Yeah, something like that. Carceral. <laughs> carceral. I, all I you know, know is that whatever it was, it just made me hungry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite sure be, why. Behave, behave. I'm not even sure what she's talking about. No, but, but it's imperialism. We, that, but That's what, what she learned
0: at Boston University.
5: Who's, who's carceral? Who is in
2: charge of this? Because Honestly, we've...
5: who's carceral? What does that mean? <laughs>
2: We have to write to is that, is that that a person.
5: Is that a concept? Is that a Latin expression? I'm serious. What is it? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, okay. It has
2: potato chips on it. But can we ask a serious oh, incarceration.
0: question? Like, it's about jail. Like incar- it's about oh. jail. So-
5: hang on. but
2: Hang on. I thought we're
0: not putting them in cages under Biden. We're going to return to this issue because she's just so stimulating, especially with that. Camera thing. i I gotta learn to do that. I think I've got the I've got the motion. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First on the Salem Radio Network, rebuilding the right with Larry Elder and Jennifer Horde coming to you, at least for my part. From the relieffactor.com studios, Relief Factor one hundred percent drug-free pain relief that actually works. Just listen to Reggie from Florida. I have a lot of pain from aging, and after only four days of using Relief Factor, I'm already experiencing less pain and stiffness. Can't wait to see how I feel in a couple more weeks. Relief Factor is is a blessing sent by God. What an incredible testimonial. Find out for yourself. Go to ReliefFactor.com and order the three-week quicksotter pack right now for just $19.95. Call them on 800-583-84. That's 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. What have you got to lose? Accept the pain. ReliefFactor.com.
1: Of America First are brought to you by Food for the Poor.
0: Stepping out. That June always puts me in a good mood. So does hanging out with my buddies Larry Elder and Jennifer Horn. Check out his amazing book, A Lot Like Me, A Father and Son's Journey to Reconciliation. I've heard the story four times. Every time it makes me cry. Okay, I've got one question left for you guys. It really dis I made me angry and then disturbed when I saw the footage of that robot, that political officer from the White House, trying to stop Senator Cruz from filming inside the detention facility, saying, respect the dignity, respect the dignity of the people who were there being disrespected because of Biden. And I'm just going to end on this question, 60 seconds each. Uh, Jennifer, are we conservatives doing enough, given the level of lies and propaganda
2: Uh, I would like to say no. I don't think conservatives have ever done enough to try to uh, fix the problem of immigration. I think we can always do more. But the question is, what can we do right now, other than sending Ted Cruz down to the border looking like the crocodile hunter, saying, "Ah, crikey, I saw a smuggler. You know, I mean, that's what we get from Republicans right now. We have to keep pushing back, and we have to keep bringing attention to this, because this is on the Biden administration, and I've asked it before. Who is running the immigration crisis? Who is running the border? And who the heck is running the the country because clearly it is not president biden and it is not vice president harris
0: larry not just the border but in general are conservatives doing enough
5: of course not. We need to use their own words against them. Yes. It wasn't very long ago that Bill Clinton and Harry Reid and Diane Feinstein and Chuck Schumer said the very same thing that Donald Trump said about illegal immigration. We need to stop it. They take away jobs. It's not fair for people who are in line. It undermines our national security. Uh they've said all these kinds of things and now all of a sudden the very same things are racist. We ought to put their own words right back at them. Barbara Jordan, a black congressman, talked about the fact that illegal immigrants, unskilled, take jobs away from black and brown workers. She's not a racist. They are, we ought to use their same words against them. The reason they're doing this is because they want to change the electorate. They know that eventually there'll be pressure to make them legal citizens, and they're going to vote primarily for Democrats. That's the sole reason they're doing it. And, we and the people
2: to... they are hurting, black and brown Americans and lower class Americans, because me, guess where the jobs are going And let me right. be
0: clear. One thing I learned, shocking stat that I mentioned as many times as I can. You don't have to run for office. You don't have to try and become, you know, the latest great podcaster or radio show host. Thanks to Raheem Kassam, who said it on this show, more than 50 percent of the GOP positions in America are unfilled. And I don't mean the serious ones like precinct Captain, just the guys that help us win elections more than 50 percent. We complain that we lose elections, volunteer, make a difference and cleave to the truth every single day. One of the best ways to do that is to listen to these guys. Larry Elder on Twitter, on Instagram. Jennifer Horn as well. God bless you both. Keep fighting the good fight. I'm Sebastian Gorka. You've been listening to Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network. Now back to your usual programming. It's called America First. Stay on this channel.